You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Richmond Real. It's a new slogan. Get used to it. Richmond Real. We'll explain it coming up. Virginia has a budget. It's a big one. Delegate Lee Ware will be here to diagnose it. The electric car? Oh, it's in your future, whether you like it or not. I don't. I think it sucks. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is my co-host, my friend and my brother who sits to my left, who is not here today. He couldn't speak. He couldn't talk. Now, that's important if you're going to do a radio show. I told him he could sit here and look pretty, and he said, no. I'm not driving to the studio to sit there and look at you talk. Besides, he can't take that much of me talking anyway. So Richard Lee is out. We cover your prayers for him. Always appreciate emails at richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com is how you reach him. Thank you so much for those uh, those kind emails that uh, he loves to read so much. All right. Hey, uh, a crazy show ahead. I, there, there's some, we had vacation last week, so we missed last week. So we want to cram a lot into this one. Coming up in the show is Delegate Lee Ware. He's going to talk about the new budget that Virginia has and how it might relate to your budgets in your state and what you're starting to see. So we'll talk about that coming up in the program in about 30 minutes, maybe a little less than that. Also excited to share with you the first transgender NFL cheerleader. You know, I just, I can't believe we're so late to this. How many men have been waiting to cheer for a woman or a man dressed as a woman and it couldn't wait? Well, the Carolina Panthers have done it. We're excited that we have the first NFL uh, trans cheerleader. Also, uh, Pride Month. Boy, we're putting a lot of focus on Pride Month. Our own governor, Republican, had a Pride event. The LGBT people boycotted it. I mean, you you can't win. We can't win with these people. You have an event, you celebrate their pride, and no one goes. They don't like it. They're, they're uh, objecting. He can't ever recover. Just stop trying. The House passed new gun laws, and we will talk about that coming up first of next hour, and I'll share that with you. All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There you'll find a, uh, a link to Mojo50 Radio, Mojo50, or mojo50.com. And uh, you need to be going on a regular basis. You can listen anywhere across the country. It's really quite, quite fantastic and a great group of hosts, all at mojo50.com. While you're there, go to leebrothers.com. You'll find out why Karl Marx is still loved. I, listen, I, I thought some things were pretty debunked and over, but when we can't even determine which restrooms we can go into anymore or which sports teams you can play on or what a woman is, for that matter, don't be surprised that Karl Marx is still very much in favor. Not by us, not by people who think or people who appreciate freedom and liberty, but by people who want a fake utopia. That's a promise of Karl Marx. And, of course, rabid humanism. 
All that can be found at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. And one more thing, if I may say, and I haven't seen it yet, but this Tom Cruise movie, this Top Gun Maverick, if the mustache catches on, we got a serious problem. And you thought we had problems in America already. But if the mustache catches on and men across America start wearing a mustache because of this, this movie, and women apparently like this thing, is that true? Women like mustache? It is the most... I just don't understand the attractiveness of it. I just hope it doesn't catch on. If it does, Richard and I refuse to participate. Either I will have a full beard or I won't have anything, but it will not be a mustache. Refuse to go back to the 70s or even when was the thing? It had to be the 70s, you know, the Smokey and the Bandit, the whole thing. That's the only, can't imagine this thing ever catching on. I was talking with a, a friend this week about our country. and. I don't know where he got the idea that I was passionate about it. I don't know why he thinks that I would care about the country in his direction. <laughs> and I have my whole life. We're in, we're in an interesting spot in America, aren't we? I mean, the problem I said to my friend is, it's not so much that we're shocked by the policies of the left, but they seem purposeful at this point. Every single problem we have is self-inflicted. That is my biggest problem with this. We look at America and we're like, we should not be on this path. Think of every single thing that has, is going on in our country right now. Think, think, just let's take inflation, which tends to be a big issue. Everything has gone up in cost. Don't even get gas prices yet. I'll get to that in a second. Everything in price has gone up. Everything. Food, outrageous. Uh, our supply chain is a complete mess. That is a self-inflicted wound. That doesn't just come off because of the, the ebb and flows of how business cycles work. No, no. We infused 35% of our uh, money. We printed money out of thin air. Uh, uh, 35% of our money was, has been printed in the last two years and infused in the economy by politicians who purposely set out to do it. Inflation is self-inflicted. Make no, no bones about that. And, of course, unemployment, we've... Absolutely 100% um, funded unemployment. The reason you have unemployment is because people are getting checks from government at every level. The deficit, self-inflicted. We have debt because we did it to ourselves. The uh, crime. Crime across our country is self-inflicted. We refuse to punish criminals. They're walking into a, they walked into a, a place up here in D.C. just yesterday or two days ago. And just decided to walk in and grab things and walk out with it. Right in the middle of the day. Where would a criminal get the idea that that's acceptable? Self-inflicted. We don't punish crime anymore. We may catch them and release them. We've done this a hundred times. You see the bad guys get away with everything. They can destroy an entire city and call it Black Lives Matter and we look the other way. And then when they get arrested, we have politicians who go fund their release. Crime is out of control. Because of us, self-inflicted. It's awful. Our schools are pathetically awful and they're full of this LGBT grooming because they're government-run schools and you have no choice. Self-inflicted. Immigration, self-inflicted. Open the borders, let everyone flow in here without any... Then tell the world, come and we'll keep you. Self-inflicted. That's what makes everyone sick to their stomach. That America is hurting itself. And there's politicians who brag about it. And then you get to gas prices. 
I want everyone to understand something. This government does not want lower gas prices. You will not hear them say we're lowering gas prices. You will not hear them say this is our attempt to lower gas prices. You know what they're saying? They're saying get used to it. This is the trend to electric cars. This is the direction we're going. This is purposeful. This was laid out by Biden in the debates long ago. This is a purposeful attempt to raise gas prices. This is self-inflicted. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Period. This is on purpose. You will not see lower gas prices. Get used to $5 a gallon. You're not going to see them. Here's a Senate hearing with, I think this is Josh Hawley, talking to one of the, the Biden administration. Your president did when he first came to office. He immediately re-entered the Paris Climate Accord. He canceled the Keystone Pipeline. He halted leasing programs in Anwar. He issued a 60-day halt on all new oil and gas leases and drilling permits on federal lands and waters. That's nationwide. That accounts, by the way, for 25% of U.S. oil production. He directed federal agencies to eliminate all supports for fossil fuels. He imposed new regulations on oil and gas and methane emissions those were all just in the first few days are you telling me that's had no effect no effect this administration wants higher gas prices you will pay higher gas prices you'll be forced to pay higher gas oh well you don't have to i mean if you don't want to you don't have to you have options you stupid surfing peasant not free market options but government mandated options you'll have those sure it costs more but you'll feel better Because somehow you'll save the planet, which is absurd. I'll get to more of that in a second. But this isn't just the Biden administration. This is Democrat liberal politicians. Stubbenow, who is the senator from Michigan, here's what she said about the high gas price. Listen to this elitist, this king and queen in a far-off land surrounded by a beltway talking to you on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. I got it. Enough chips. Finally got chips. That was her fault too. Microchips is what she's talking about. I finally got my electric car. Uh, And drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to be dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies and the uh, international markets. What an ignorant statement. Of course, you'll still be connected to oil and the, the market. How do you expect to charge your stupid electric vehicle? The audacity of this woman. I don't have a problem with gas prices. You shouldn't either. I finally got my electric car. That's my answer. Notice she's saying we're going to move into this area and she can't wait for it. Make no mistake. There's no, don't worry, we're lower gas prices. She can afford electric car. You, on the other hand, you poor thing, just suck it up. It's a transition. I'm happy. I got a car that gets me from here to there and I don't even use gas. Forget that everything else is touching gas, including food. This whole thing is connected. The government will not lower your gas prices unless we do something. Unfortunately, we're stuck with this administration. All right, coming up, the Wall Street Journal did something interesting. They did a test. They took a car from Chicago to Louisiana, pure electric. Wait till you hear what happened. That 
in 70 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. The greatest living collection of freedom fundamentalists. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Virginia tradition, like Washington and Madison. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Yeah. Come on, get it on. No, I mean, get on the gas prices. No worry, you got nothing to spend your money on anyway. The government has given you a choice. Isn't that beautiful? Don't you love when the government steps into free markets? You don't have a choice on what car to drive. You don't have a choice on, on I'll tell you, it gets even worse. Uh, Washington, D.C. has said, if you want to drive an SUV, fine. Fine, you can drive an SUV, but you're going to pay a huge fee to do so. The current SUV fee in Washington, D.C. is $155 when you buy it per year. Per year, $155. Now, the new proposal will be a $500 fee on SUVs. Oh, you're free in America to do what you want. The difference between liberals and conservatives. Liberals don't like what you do. They'll fine you. They'll punish you. Conservatives, if we don't like what you do, that's up to you. Do whatever you want with your money. Doesn't hurt me. I don't care. But liberals can't live that way. They can't. They cannot live with you making the decision to buy an SUV on your own. They can't live with the idea that gas prices are low so that you can feed your family and go to work can't do that the planet is more important this fake stupid climate change crap is making five dollars a gallon a reality because it's the way this left thinks here's biden on jimmy kimmel of all places what this guy hasn't shown up at a press conference done an interview in 180 days and he goes on a comedy show for 20 minutes this is what he said about electric cars and gas he was asked what are you doing about the climate I lay awake every night going, what is the president going to do about the climate? Absolutely nothing. The president could shut down the United States of America, and they tried during COVID. Shut it down. It would do nothing for the planet. Zero. And this is his answer. Well, on climate change, we've actually made some real moves. I mean, we have, we have you know, one in seven of the, all the changes that have taken place in terms of solar, wind, and 
and, and, and wind pumps and, I mean, uh, pumps and like uh, have occurred in the last 18 months. We've moved. And there's an opportunity with the crisis we have dealing with energy. Do you hear that? To- opportunity with the crisis that he has manufactured. Opportunity with the crisis to do what? To make you do what he wants. Be able to gradually move more rapidly than we have been to alternative. Gradually move more rapidly. Here's the point, folks. You weren't doing it right. You stupid surfing peasant. You're not buying electric cars like we want. Therefore, we'll force you. Ah, we were moving gradually. Now we're going to move quicker. It's a crisis. Sure, we made it, but you're going to comply. It's just natural. You think this government is giving you freedom? You think these markets are free? You think you can choose the car you want? You can't. These people will make those decisions for you. And why? Because he continues and tells you why. For example, electric vehicles. Jimmy, when I got elected, you know, I've pushed electric vehicles for the last, I don't know, God knows how long. I can't stand it. Don't you love when a politician pushes what he wants? I'm going to push electric vehicles. I don't care that you don't want them. I don't care that you can't afford them. I'm the king of America, and I'm going to decide what cars you're going to drive. And I'm going to push. Ever since I've been a politician, Jimmy, I've been pushing electric cars. What the hell? Do you think that's your role? This is the problem with Democrats and liberals. Their role is to impose things on you by the force of government, nonetheless. And that's with everything. You want an AR-15? Oh, heck no. You can't. You're, you're a surfing peasant. You can't be trusted with that. Wait a minute. I didn't do anything. I, I, I haven't done anything wrong. I didn't shoot up a school. Too bad. You can't have, this. You can't have it. It's one thing after another with these people. Well, I had, I had a, a, a conversation with the chairman of the board of General Motors. Mary- How about that? How about the president of the United States having a conversation with a private company? Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to make electric cars. Okay. This, is, this, is, this should make every American mad. How dare you go team up? Anyway, continue. I had a conversation. I got a call from her about three days, four days later. She dropped the suit and committed she's going to go all electric in the entire General Motors line. And by 2035, by 2030, going 50% electric. All right, so you might think, well, that's good. Electric's good. We're not ready for electric. It's too expensive. Doesn't work. You want to pay $1,500 to get a new plug-in in your garage and have your... Your, your electric bills jump. Can you afford a $70,000, $100,000 car just so you can save money on gas? I mean, how many years does it take you to break even on this? But, Scott, it's for the sake of the planet, don't you see? Well, the Wall Street Journal didn't buy it. At least they didn't think it was time yet. So they, one of the reporters went and got an electric car and drove to Louisiana from Chicago. And it turned out to be, well... Here's her in her own words. 24 miles of range. You know, we have turned off the heat several times to save on battery, and we're just freezing our butts off. Turn off the heat in their car to save battery so they could get somewhere where there was a charger 400 miles away. So they froze in their car. But it's for the sake of the planet, Scott. She's doing what Biden wants. She could have taken a suburban, great SUV with fuel and have been warm the whole way and made it in less time, but... She's testing it for you. So that we can make it to our destination. I ended up spending 30 hours on the road, 19 of those charging. What? I asked GM about my nightmare of a road trip. How about that? 30-year trip, 19 charging. Is that what you want? That's what Biden is going to make for you. Don't worry. Don't worry. It'd be better. Just you stupid surfing peasant, shut up. Just electric cars. Don't worry what this Wall Street Journal reporter is telling you.
I spent 30 hours on the road nice. back and forth. <laughs> you know, that's not super feasible for people no. who aren't just doing this no. for a test. For so sure. is, is this really a car that you can take out on the road at this point? You can, but you, you're a fine example. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. Oh, there please. are definitely a, a number of pockets of the country that are much tougher for you to find easy charging and fast charging. The speed of the charge has to increase and the number of available chargers definitely has to increase, mm. no doubt about it. Another aspect of bringing these vehicles into your everyday life, especially here in Michigan, is that it gets cold for a good amount of the year. Um, that really affects the battery. What? So is there a solution for that on the horizon? It's a normal trip. Yeah, you know what it's called? It's called oil and gas. Do you know why we use oil and gas? Does everyone on this planet understand why we do this? Because it works. The combustion engine is one of the best things that has happened to humanity. It works like the same reason we have plastic straws and not paper ones. They work. They work cheaply, efficiently, and have for a very long time. That's why we use them. The reason we don't use electric cars is this very reason, because batteries suck, and they're worse in the winter, and they change the draw rate. So all of a sudden, you thought you had 350 miles until it's two degrees. Now you got 150. Is that what you want? No, no. It doesn't matter what you want. There is no free market in America anymore. You will drive these cars, and you will be happy destroying the environment as you drive them. Well, Scott Lee, what do you mean by that? Do you know what it takes in mining to get the minerals and, and uh, material to make a battery? Have you seen the strip mines to do this? Do you realize it is better for the planet to use oil than to mine these minerals that mainly exist in China? It's unbelievable what we're being told. All right, coming up, uh, the U.S. wants to ban uh, styrofoam. The United States does in all its parks. More environmental crap we have to deal with. LeeBrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience, a unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker, made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. You're listening to the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. I just, I cannot, I can't get past this. I can't get past the government 
dictating things to us like this. The government will force you to do what they want. And no one seems to see. As long as people are in agreement with it, fine, the government can force them until it's something they don't like. This Washington, D.C. fees for order for owning a vehicle is just ridiculous. I mean, the increased fees for, for everybody, every car, but SUVs jump tremendously, $500 a year. Time to rise up, baby. It's just ridiculous. The government has nothing better to do. This is why I always say to you, as in, in a sense of, um, of uh, the role of government, it should be small and not intrusive. The founders knew this. But now there are people who want to run for government to shape you, to impose their will, not to remove government from your lives, but to infuse it into every aspect, to the water you flush in the toilet, to the car you drive, and the car that gets the proper gas mileage, cafe standards, weights of cars. All this is run by the federal government, not, not your state government, not the 10th Amendment. Forget all that. The U.S. has banned the sale of styrofoam on public land national parks by 2032. The Interior Department said on Wednesday it will phase out the sale of plastic products. Did you vote for that? I don't remember you voting for that. This is what I'm talking about. These agencies are running our lives. Who gave the U.S. Interior Department the authority to do stuff like this? Who said, no, 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 we can have power to do all these things and impose their will on American people? I didn't vote for that. Your congressman didn't. Either did the Senate. Our federal government is out of control. All right, coming up, let's go to state government. What does the Virginia budget look like? Delegate Lee Ware is next. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo50.com. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800 708-4395. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Let's start the party. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Yeah. We built this city on rock and roll. On Liberty, and of course, Virginia. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. 
The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. Richard is uh, not able to speak today, which might explain why he's not here. You know, radio is difficult if you can't talk. It's one of those limitations that... uh, Now he's uh, he wasn't feeling well. He said he couldn't couldn't clear his voice, couldn't speak, so he didn't show up. I told me he could come here anyway, but he refused to drive to the studio, and I would too. Anyway, prayers for Richard at Richard at theleebrothers.com. Hey, check us out at theleebrothers.com. By the way, why is Carl Marx still loved? I don't have a clue, but it could be explained there. And what is a woman? Matt Walsh does a great job with this documentary. All at theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. All right, if you listen to us for any length of time. And we've only been doing this 20 years in Richmond, so maybe somebody has. We always thought if we could just get a hold of the budget in Virginia, just give the Lee brothers two pizzas, a couple hours, and a Sharpie. Well, two Sharpies, two big black Sharpies. Balanced budget, the budget would be great. We'd have tax cuts for everybody, and it'd be wonderful. But no one asked us. And we're not in the General Assembly, probably for good reason. We're not a House of Delegates member. We're not a state senator. Uh, So the budget has passed in Virginia. Actually, I don't know if it's passed. It's at the governor's desk. He gets to sign this agreed-on budget, and it's a 17.5% increase in spending over the last budget and a 41% increase over the spending of the 2018 budget. Ouch. So I need some help with this. Well, somebody who who I admire very much in the General Assembly, he's my own... uh, House of Delegates member, and somebody who is, uh, when you say the word wise, this is this gentleman. Uh, joining us right now is Delegate Lee Ware. Hey, Delegate. Hey, good afternoon to you, Scott. Hey, thanks thanks for your time here. I know you're uh, extremely busy, and I doubt the first thing on your agenda was, I can't wait to have the Lee brothers ask me a bunch of budget questions, but <laughs> your time is valuable. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Good to be here. Well, so let me just, can I just ask uh, the, 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 the maybe most vague question right out of the gate? Is this a good budget for Virginia? Every budget that we uh, put together is a compromise. But this, this year, uh, I think it's a good one um, on balance. Uh, do I agree with every little piece of it? No. But I think we, we did some good things, and uh, I was very happy to support it. Much of it was uh, fueled by an, an extraordinary surplus. In fact, I would say unprecedented surplus in recent times. And, and so it made it possible for us to do some good things, I think, structurally and otherwise. Isn't the surplus mainly federal dollars? That is a huge portion of it. The funds that have come in part from uh, pandemic relief, uh, both to uh, the Commonwealth and to a lesser extent that have come to businesses and individuals. And, of course, with them uh, benefiting from that in many instances, uh, they were, that has all contributed, has all been part of the extraordinary growth we've seen and uh, many of our sister states as well. Is a surplus, now I have a view on this, Delegate, and you know me. Uh, in my, my world, a surplus is a definition of overtaxation. Well, you can say that, uh, and, and uh, you, there would be <laughs> – one could understand that, that statement th- that we set our rates, and they're set long before the uh, uh, 
actual day, days come when we have to set a budget. So, yeah, we, we certainly are doing well, and we're doing well because of, of uh, significantly the, the federal infusions that have come. And you and I, I'm sure, share the concern long term uh, what the what this means for the federal budget. Right. Uh, but I don't have a vote on. It. I have a vote on the state budget of Virginia. Is there any chance I could get you to vote on the federal? No, I'm kidding. That's obviously different. All right. So we did get <laughs> we did get four point two billion in tax relief. So when I saw that, I was like, man, that's great. I mean, we haven't had that in a while. That's uh, unprecedented. Uh, like like a number of things, and I would if I would as I just look at the budget. To me, there are three big picture items that we can get drilled down a little bit on, and get into some of the details. But one is I would point to that first: very substantial tax relief. And uh, one of the people whose uh, analysis I I follow, one of our staffers in there, estimates that for the ordinary family of four, the average family of four in Virginia, it would be amount to eleven hundred and eight dollars annually, uh, based on those uh, numbers. That's that's huge. That's important. It speaks to the to the issue that you just raised. Uh, the second big picture point I would point to is that structurally we did some good things. Uh, over, that that strengthen the budget uh, overall, sustain our uh, our tri- our AAA bond rating, and I, at the same time we were able to do some pretty significant pay bumps, both for teachers and for state employees, but also for other priority employees who candidly have been lacking. People like sheriff's deputies, uh, state troopers, and the folks who uh, provide services in mental health. So those are, as I look at it, Scott, those are the three big picture items uh, that I would point to. Talking with Delegate Lee Ware, who uh, just had the opportunity to vote on the budget here. Did the, It's sitting on the governor's desk now. Am I right on that? You got it exactly right. We voted on last Wednesday, June 1st, and uh, sent it to him. And then he has some time to look at it, uh, review it. Uh, he, if he chooses, can do line item uh, amendments or vetoes or recommendations, and uh, we are expecting him to send that back to us possibly uh, late next week. Is it ever possible, and I know I've asked you this before, you've been on our show multiple times, and I, I, I've talked to you also personally, is it ever possible that government would not grow every year? Do we, and here's the, I guess the ultimate question is, do we have baseline budgeting in Virginia? Is it automatically go up? We, we look at the budget. We, it, it's, it comes from where we start uh, from the last biennium, and we do a two-year budget, as you know. And then the governor brings in a recommendation, um, and it's based on what he sees and what he, what he anticipates of revenue and what he anticipates uh, what he sees as the needs. And then it comes to the legislature, and we, we take it apart and, and put it back together. <laughs> I didn't get a phone call on that, by the way. I mean, next time, just I'm, I'm serious. I'd love to have a pizza with you and look over the budget. I'm sure you get lots of feedback from people smarter than me. All right, there's one thing in this budget that it's just, I've never, I did not know we had this. I think it's brand new to the budget. It's this um, earned income tax credit. I'm familiar with the federal earned income tax credit, but now this is brand new, isn't it? Is this the first time the state has had this? It's it's been there, but what's new this year, and you're 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 pointing to it, is the fact that it's refundable uh, for up to fifteen. 
of the, of the federal level. And that's, uh, that actually goes back to, uh, to, uh, the Reagan years. Um, and it's a way of recognizing that you have people who are working, but are, you know, not doing as well as many of the rest of us. So it does provide for that. That, that wasn't one of the priorities I had. I, I think it's fair to say that, uh, uh, Governor Yunkin didn't have that at the top of his list, but nonetheless, uh, it is in it as part of the document. So just so people who are listening know what this is, essentially, if you get a, let's say, a $1,000 credit as a uh, citizen of the Commonwealth, but your tax burden is only $800, then normally you just you wouldn't That's- have $800 to pay because you have a credit of 1000 But someone complained that what about the 200 and now we at the state level are going to issue a thousand dollar credit, which means we pay them $200. You've got the, the basics down. And, and the, the one thing that I think it's important to remember is that these are only people who file a tax return. So we're not talking about uh, welfare uh, where it's a, a payment strictly to somebody uh, just mm-hmm. because they are there. It is those who actually file a tax return. But they do they are getting money that they didn't pay taxes for. I mean, it's, it is a sense of, man, now we're paying people who don't pay the tax. I mean, it, it's a little bit more of a, it's, it's slightly welfare, isn't it, to some level? Well, I, I, you, can say it, you can say it that way, uh, and, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't entirely disagree, um, <laughs> except to say that, that these, are, these are working folks who who do file a tax return, and uh, so it's not somebody who's strictly receiving uh, a welfare check. It's somebody who is right. who is working at a, a very modest job. Well, you did you did say that this wasn't part of the Republican uh, priority, and it would, I, I know that was inserted by the Democrats, and I know they're celebrating that whole very point that you know you're going to get a check now, even above your tax burden. So let me let me switch, if I may, uh, delegate to the General Assembly in, in, in general. How did how did you think the session ended up for Virginia in general with the governor? The first time governor had a session. You know this this was well, being back in the majority on our side in the House uh, certainly was a, a positive thing, and uh, this this governor as well was a was a real breath of fresh air on so many levels so it was it was a very positive session i obviously have great uh i had great difficulties the last two years the previous two years where we we did a an array of things that uh that i I just didn't agree with yeah i know that and i did the same so just real quickly remaining seconds you you consider Virginia healthy, healthy not only uh, financially but healthily healthy and cultural direction. Well, those are two different, very different things. Uh, <laughs> and, and you have to, and you got to do it in like a minute. So I don't, I didn't give you four days to write up. I mean, I know you, and I know exactly how you would like to respond to this. But um, and I didn't mean to put all the pressure on those big bold questions. But uh, I, I'm just curious on what your thoughts are on it. We did some things importantly budget-wise to stick there for a minute uh, that will help us for the long term. We unpa- unwound the accelerated sales tax that requires retailers to send in their anticipated July awesome. revenues in June. That's gone. And so that uh, gimmick that was put in during the Great Recession back in '09 has been completely unwound. We have put in a record amount 
uh, 3.9 billion is the number six in my mind uh, for the rainy day fund over the next two years. And, you know, based on the revenues we anticipate at this point. So we put in those structural things. We put in a substantial infusion into the workers' compensation funds so that small businesses do not have to worry about the fund builder tax kicking in, which they otherwise probably would have and be facing uh, workers' comp taxes of a substantial nature. So in each of those structural ways, I would say we've, we've done some really good things looking to the longer term. Uh, for the budget. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Culture. Well, listen. Culture is a big thing. Oh, it's it's uh, <laughs> probably too big, but uh, I, I know where your heart is on it. Delegate, thank you. You're, you're uh, obviously, um, I appreciate you. You know that, and I always appreciate the battle you're fighting. It's not easy. Uh, I know you had a tough couple of years. We all did here in Virginia, and it, it is good to be back in majority, and I really appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Glad to be with you, Scott. Thank you. That is uh, Delegate Lee Ware, District 65, right here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. As Richard would say if he was here, a truly great American, and he is indeed. All right, um, coming up, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, the Richmond Real, this new statement from our mayor in Richmond. What does that even mean? And Joe Biden has a plan with your tax dollars. Oh, no, no, he has a plan with your tax dollars. It'd be quite Interesting. All that in 73 seconds at LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Give us your poor, your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo 5 Need a vaccine passport? We got your passport right here. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Thank you for tuning in on Mojo50.com and the LeeBrothers.com. Do you want an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker? You should. All you have to do is send us an email, patriots at the LeeBrothers.com. You get a Mojo50 logoed honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. And by the way, I saw one the other day driving around town, and it was old and decrepit. It was from the old days. And um, I almost, uh, I, I wanted to talk to him and see why it was still there. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, the LeeBrothers.com. Uh, Check us out there for the um, What is a Woman by Matt Walsh. I think you'll, I think you'll like it. All right, so uh, we were talking a little bit about Biden showing up on Jimmy Kimmel the other night. I, I, uh, I don't mind the comedy shows. I just haven't seen one since the old Dave Letterman days of my high school youth, which I thought were the best. Dave Letterman then was phenomenal. By the way, that was in the 80s, in case you're trying to do the math on it. That was a long time ago, but I don't really watch these shows. I don't know why Joe Biden shows up on Jimmy Kimmel. I thought that was just odd. I mean, why? I mean, the the world's on fire. He shows up at Jimmy Kimmel for 20 minutes. But he said a few things that, that caught me. Now, I watched the entire thing. And I often wonder what people hear when they watch it. You know, I hear different things. I hear things that no one hears. I don't know why that is. Maybe because I'm listening for something different. But most people who saw it maybe heard something about the inflation comment or, you know, heard all kinds of other things. I heard him say he wants to raise taxes on corporations, which I guess everyone would applaud. I'm against it because we certainly don't need more money flowing to the federal treasury. We need actually less and we need massive cuts. We have a massive debt problem. Biden even tried to walk around that. You would think if he was going to raise taxes, he would use the money to pay down the debt because that's what they always talk about. Not so. Here's Biden's idea. Not a pen. How many of you think the tax code is fair anywhere along the line here? No, it's radically unfair. It's radically progressive. It punishes the wealthy. The top 1% pay 39% of the revenue to the Treasury. That is radically unfair. But that's not what he's talking about, is it? Oh, heck no. Fair anywhere along the line here. How many, no, I'm not being facetious. Oh, facetious. You I'm being facetious. deadly earnest. Mm, earnest. They don't pay a penny. I don't. So if we had a minimum tax of 15 percent, just on this year, I mean, minimum 15. It doesn't hurt them at all. Oh no. They make a. It doesn't hurt them at all. Don't you love when a benevolent dictator who controls the tax code can pat the company on the head or the surf and go, "You don't need that much. It's not going to hurt you." You don't think a company who gets taxed fifteen percent? I don't. I don't. I'm not arguing whether they should pay. Of course, they should pay taxes. But you don't think if they're going to pay more in taxes, it's going to bother anyone? This is what Democrats think, or kings and queens, that is, think. Anyway, back to the, back to Biden. Minimum fifteen. It doesn't hurt them at all. They at make all. a lot of money still, and we can raise a lot of money to make sure that child care doesn't cost you fourteen hundred bucks a month. Wait, 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 wait. Hang, hang on a second. What? So you're going to tax corporations for child care? Did anyone pick up on that? I mean, like, what? What kind of details do you want the federal government in your life? To the daycare level? So you're trying to get daycare for your kids, and Joe Biden is going to care about some mother in Midlothian, Virginia, about daycare? He's going to get her vote by taxing some big, nasty, huge, billion-dollar company so that he could subsidize child care. There are so many problems on so many levels with that, one of which the government isn't a charity to do that. Madison talked about this. Once you start using the government as a charity by taxing someone else to give to others, you've got a massive problem. The other thing is the federal government is not enumerated to do that. It's not their job to worry about child care in Virginia. That's the state's job if you want to have them worry about it at all. 
It's actually not even the state's job. It's the own family's job to worry about daycare. How did it become a daycare crisis in our country? Because of the family breakdown, I understand that. But at the federal level, that Biden would take money and do the, do the, the very thing he shouldn't do with it, and that is show you how much benevolence he has and how much he cares? Unbelievable. By the way, do you want to make child care more expensive? Do you? No, but you know what will make it more expensive is funding it from the federal level. If child care knows that the government is paying for things, you think it got cheaper or more expensive? It's ridiculous. How the left thinks is mind-blowing. Here's also how the, mind, the left thinks. MSNBC wants to censor the media by the force of government. Listen to this. It is, I think, what we have to do is radically rethink how we communicate. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a role to play here. Democrats have to be more aggressive. We have to invest in building up our own megaphone to compete with Republicans. We need to, we know, that doesn't Does anyone think the left doesn't have a megaphone? Everything is liberal. Everything is democratic. Everything. Every paper, every book, every TV show, every movie. Every single uh, channel you turn into, CNN, MSNBC, which is this came from, CBS, ABC, NPR, everything is liberal. Are they really believe they don't have a megaphone? Do they really believe that somehow their message isn't out there? It's everywhere. But it's not enough. Listen. We build our own Fox News. It doesn't mean we run away from the mainstream media, but we have to you have the invest in progressive outlets. Invest in progressive outlets, everything. Their, the entire outlet world is progressive. Facebook, everything about media, all this tic-tac talk crap that Richard calls it. It's all leftists. The media, I think, a lot of people in the media have to rethink how they deal with people who lie for a living. Mm-hmm. And then what? social media companies have an, have an obligation to do more. We can't rely on them to do it on their own. And so this oh. is where Congress and the regulars have to Hang stay. on a second. This is the catching point. We can't let people do it on their own. Listen. Obligation to do more. We can't rely on them to do it on their own. And so this is where Congress and the regulars have to step in to think about how we regulate these uh, algorithms that are We pushing. need government to step in. You stupid surfing peasant. Guess who's in charge of government? A bigger government will crush you. That's what they do. And these people love it. More in 70 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Adjust your mojo now. Thank you. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with the combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo 5.0. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. 
our version of the Federalist Papers without all the reading. The Lee Brothers. No need to read. We are the Federalist Papers. Richmond Real. It's the new slogan. I love how politicians are like, we got to come up with a slogan. We need a slogan. Richmond needs a slogan because without a slogan, we got no, we have no city. No, it's not a problem with the slogan there, Mayor Stoney. Has nothing to do with the slogan, although it's kind of cute that you think it might be, and you put so much effort into the slogan. Real Richmond is the slogan. Is that compelling to anybody? Real people, real places, real stories. And every other city in America is fake. Fake people, fake stories. It's so, it's so weird. Here he is talking about it. We are talking about Richmond real. It's vibrant. It's inclusive. It moves with the pulse of our city. Pulse of the city. It's an identity that embraces every person. Of, of course, it's an identity that embraces every person. You can see them in the room. Every voice, every struggle every success that contributes to our unique story. Richmond Real. I think I could probably come up with a hundred ones better than that in 10 minutes. I think Richard could and I could come up with these things. I mean, Richmond Real? That is horrible. It's horrible. Of course, the problem with the city has nothing to do with the logo. The problem with the city is it's run by, well... Leftists, big time. Crime runs rapid. Something about history would be pretty cool, but Richmond real? Richmond really dumb. (laughs) All right, coming up, so excited to share with you the trans cheerleader, the Carolina Panthers, and House passes new gun laws that will do essentially nothing. But you feel better. I feel better, don't you? That's all next. LeeBrothers.com to LeeBrothers.com. You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Yeah, that would have been a better statement right there. Better slogan for the city. Hey, so excited. But the first NFL transgender cheerleader. That, hmm, we've waited too long. Virginia Governor Youngkin has a pride event. A little shocking, and yet the LGBT people boycotted it. That's strange. Huh. And the House passes new gun laws that will do essentially nothing, but we're to feel better. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left is Richard Lee, who is not here. The chair is empty. Richard Lee uh, will be back next week. He is... uh, not able to speak, which would make this very difficult. Sign language doesn't go well over the radio. 
I mean, it's interesting how radio has transformed over the last 20 years since we've been doing this. Is We never had, you know, we, when we first started, there was no, no video at all, none. And, it's, and in fact, it wasn't until very recently that video became a part of radio. So now it's like, you know, the, the exact uh, thing that it's become. And it's good. I, I think video and audio is good. But Richard can't participate in the audio version if he can't speak. So he is not here in the studios. Uh, prayers for Richard. You can email him at Richard at the Lee Brothers.com. Richard at the Lee Brothers.com. And speaking of the Lee Brothers.com, go there. Check us out. We have a Why Karl Marx is Still Loved. It's an interesting four-minute video. And if you're going to spend four minutes doing anything, in fact, pour yourself a drink of the adult variety. And then just go to the Lee Brothers.com and watch two great videos. One is the Karl Marx's loved one, which is a question mark. And then what is a woman? Our culture has disintegrated. I mean, you ought to hear this woman explain that she can't identify a woman. It is the, and the by the way, this is a doctor, a professor, uh, a child specialist, a uh, transgender fan, and a complete basket case, Looney Tune, adult in charge, trying to explain that there's no such thing as a woman. You check it out, the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. It's almost too much. So we've talked about this so many times on our show. You know, it was funny. When we first started radio, the um, program director came in and said, two things you never talk about, gun control and abortion. (laughs) So much for that idea. That's all we talk about now, it seems like. I think gun control is so emotional. It is such an emotional argument. Nobody wants the innocent shot and killed. Nobody. As much as Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg, and the rest of these yaks on The View uh, think that Republicans don't care. It's so stupid. It's the stupidest thing ever. Becomes so emotional. No more AR-15s. Well, does it matter that the AR-15 is like less than two percent of all the shootings? And no, it doesn't matter. Okay, just get rid of the AR-15. What is an AR-15? It doesn't matter. We shouldn't have it. But you have to define it to ban it, don't you? Because if you ban an AR-15, it it, it could essentially mean any semi-automatic rifle. I had a conversation with a guy just this week who did not know that the AR-15 was a semi-automatic gun. Now, I'm, I'm willing to bet that that's most of America who've never shot a gun, never held an AR-15, have no idea what it is. It's just a scary gun that we've got to stop manufacturing. And then we get into the whole argument of, well, what is, what is the purpose of the Second Amendment? It's not for hunting, and everybody talks about hunting, and Whoopi Goldberg talked about hunting. Um, but this week the House passed an extensive gun bill limiting magazine rounds. We've tried this in the past. Down to 10. Why? why? If 15's bad, why isn't 10 bad? The legislation would increase the minimum age to 21, regulate ghost guns, which and restrict the number of rounds allowed in, in the gun magazine. None of this would make any difference, folks. None of it. You can carry multiple magazines. You can carry multiple rounds. Um, at 18, we allow people to vote, join the military. We certainly should allow them to defend themselves. 
Uh, you can say they can't buy an AR-15, but again, it comes to the point, can they buy a semi-automatic rifle? And I guess you have to define all that. It becomes so foggy. They also created a buyback program for these type of devices, which is absurd again. Never worked, hasn't worked, won't work. This legislation now has to go to the Senate, which I'm sure it won't pass. Um, and then to uh, Biden, if it did pass, and I'm sure he would sign it. The emotion over this is just, it's just ridiculous, and it's so frustrating. Here's Whoopi Goldberg. I, I, I hesitate to play this stuff, but it's almost laughable. I mean, the passion is so misdirected. It's like the passion for pro-abortion. It's so misdirected passion. You're, you actually really convinced yourself that, that this is somehow a viable argument. And Whoopi Goldberg's the same. Listen to this. Listen, this AR-15's got to go. Gotta I'm go. sorry. It's yeah. Yeah. You know, Does it matter if we change the name of it? Just call it something else. What do you mean it's got to go? Whoopi, what is it? Can you explain that to me before you say that? Because, you know, I think about those ten, the, the people up in Buffalo who are still suffering because they still can't go shop anywhere because nobody will bring a supermarket where these folks are living. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. That's an AR-15 problem? You mean the grocery store is not going to show up there because of an AR-15? So if we ban the AR-15, a grocery store is going to pop up in this place? There's a reason a grocery store isn't popping up. The place is probably riddled with crime. So it's not an AR-15 problem. It's a liberal Democrat-run state problem. Punish the criminals. By the way, we're going to get to what, what we would do. What would the bill look like from the Lee brothers? But anyway, Whoopi, continue. There is too much at stake here. Too many lives have been at stake and too many damn little kids. By AR-15s, it's the least used weapon. You want to ban anything, ban handguns. They're the ones that, that they're doing all the damage. It's, I'm sick of seeing people talk about, well, we should do something. No, we should do something. And I don't care, NRA. You got to give that gun up. You can have your other yeehaw guns, whatever you want. The AR-15 has to is not has to a hunting gun. It is war. not a gun where you're going to go out and shoot your dinner. Actually, it's a great hunting gun. It's, it's a great deer gun, by the way. It is, and people use it for that. But that wouldn't change your mind either, would it, Whoopi? It's got to go. It's got to go, says Whoopi Goldberg on The View. Just got to go. So she's going to make it go. These people are the height of intelligence. Um, this is my point about the Second Amendment. Did, you know, you think Whoopi would research this a little bit. After the framing of the Constitution and the Constitutional Convention, there was a demand for a Bill of Rights. Patrick Henry pushed it big time. Madison promised it. That's why I got ratified. And number two, not number 10, not number 19, not one that didn't even make it. Number two is this this great desire for the people to have firearms, not for hunting, but very specifically designed against a tyrannical government. Does that change her mind? Oh, heck no. She continues. This gun is meant to kill people. That's what it's for. So what are guns made for? I, they're made to kill people. They're actually made for protection. And they are made to be offensive if war requires it. That's what they're made for. Show me a gun that's not made for that. She actually thinks it's a gun that's not made for killing people? It's why we make them. 
It's why we have them. Unfortunately, there is evil, and evil must be stopped. And the only way to stop a good guy with a gun is a bad guy with a gun. Therefore, guns save lives. And you can't have it anymore. Can't have you it. can't have this gun because it kills people and children. Oh my and gosh. I'm sick of it. Oh. Because this is some BS. I'm, mm. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of little kids. I'm sick of seeing kids die. Because you know, the premise here is that when you get rid of AR-15s from the law-abiding, that it disappears. And there'll be no more bad guys using them. That's the premise. And it's so flawed. It's so bad. It's so badly thought out that that's the problem with it. That if we just got rid of the AR, it'd go away. All of them. All right, coming up, I want to give you kind of the take on the Lee brothers on what we should do against uh, these bad guys and how do we stop these gun crimes. And it's not the AR-15. And how about overtaxing the AR-15 to a point of $20,000? Would that do it? Is that actually constitutional, or does the Constitution even matter? You've got a Democrat that says it doesn't. All that in 70 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. The greatest living collection of freedom fundamentalists. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. Only when necessary. I refuse to just be emotional about it. I refuse to jump on the emotional bandwagon. I just refuse to get on that and go, see, it's just not that easy. As if that would work. But there are plenty of people who are going to try For example, uh, a congressman here in Virginia, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, embarrassed himself this week. He said he has an answer to the AR-15. Tax it 1,000%. 1,000% excise tax on AR-15-style rifles. Now, what does that mean? What does that even mean? No one knows. But what happens when Congress tries to pass a $1,000 federal tax on an AR-15 rifle? Or magazine for 10 rounds. I mean, it goes up to about $20,000 if that happens. Don Byers is his name. That's his hope. He says, um, it's not right. We ought to tax these things outside the reach. By the way, I believe they're outside the reach of that 18-year-old who shot those kids. He probably used a credit card, put it and maxed it out, and went and got the gun and did it anyway. So it's not about the cost per se. But isn't it interesting that that's how the Democrats 
view a constitutional right. I'll tax it away. Legislation won't work. Why? Because it's unconstitutional. I can't get the Supreme Court. It's unconstitutional. But that doesn't matter. Don't let the Constitution get in the way of this. I mean, why would we let the Constitution get in the way? In fact, the Constitution is the problem, isn't it? We have um, a, a clip here of uh, a, Repo- a Democrat from Rhode Island. Cicilline is his name. Listen to him talk about the Constitution, Second Amendment. So spare me the bullshit about the, constitutional rights. The gentleman not be, no, I will not yield, and I'm not going to yield for my entire five minutes, so don't ask again. So that's an emotional appeal. Spare me the constitutional argument. Are we a country governed by the Constitution? Imagine someone saying, spare me the First Amendment. Spare me that crap. I'm tired of Christians preaching on the corner. I'm tired of protecting political speech. Spare me that. It bothers people. I mean, it's one thing to be passionate and saying guns are a problem. It's another thing entirely to say the Constitution's irrelevant. Just get rid of it. Spare it to me. Wow, that is an amazing statement on any level. I mean, just forget the entire framework of our country and just forget the Constitution of of America? So the Second Amendment means nothing. Could you imagine if we had not included the Second Amendment in the Bill of Rights? Do you imagine what would happen in our country? Man, our founders were brilliant. Now this emotional appeal just to eliminate it, like it's not even there. Spare me the Constitution of the United States? So spare me the bullshit about constitutional rights. (laughs) Spare me the constitutional right to protect yourself. Or the God-given, I should say. The Constitution just just, uh, codified it, but it's given by our creator first. And again, the premise is if I take away these things, all these things will stop. That's the problem with all these laws. They don't work. They only stop the law-abiding. They don't stop the bad guy. You think banning AR-15s will ban AR-15s? You think the bad guys just stop using them? They're out there. People can make them in their garage. You're always going to have them. So why shouldn't the good guys have them? Can someone tell me that? Why, why shouldn't the good guys have them if that's the case? But the emotions of this run deep. Joy Behar, I'm back to the view, if I might, before we puke and throw up. I mean, you already have a Democrat saying, Constitution, who cares? And, and by the way, that is the emotional argument of many on the left. Second Amendment was so outdated. Fine. We have a process to eliminate it and change the Constitution. Let's go through that. The founders said things can change. They didn't say this is etched in stone forever. There's people who can make those decisions. Get the states to all agree, ratify it, off you go. If you're, if you're so right in your beliefs and so powerful uh, that they're correct and so emotional involved, then just ask for an amendment to the Constitution. Why, why is this? Come on, don't trash the Constitution. Don't say the Second Amendment's garbage and I don't care. Spare me the crap of the Constitution. That's wrong. Change it. Joy Behar made the most ridiculous thing and most ridiculous statement I think I've ever heard her say on the view, here it is. Most AR-15 owners are former military, okay. 35 plus. Let me say married. one more thing. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. Is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing: once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Uh, it's so dumb. And she said a lot of dumb things. The, I, I guess the first thing that you have to ask is, what would make her say that? In other words, what's the premise behind that point? The premise is America's so racist 
that if black people were able to buy guns, the Republicans would stop it. They'd stop the Second Amendment, which is so ridiculous. Also, the premise is that black people don't have guns, which is also the most lunacy, stupid comment ever. How can the audience applaud that? Who's, who's, who's in the crowd? Didn't that think? I mean, I didn't even think to applaud for a second. I listened to that one. What? The, actually, the Second Amendment helped free many slaves. And the, the left, the Democrats, used gun control to keep them enslaved because they didn't want them to get guns. Boy, did she get this all wrong. What a complete nut. See how this debate evolves into just garbage? I actually like the gun debate. I think it's a very good debate to have, a very good conversation. I mean, we do have the Constitution on our side, so it's not like they're going to eliminate them. And the, when you have a really good conversation with people, they quickly see, man, you're right, this isn't a gun problem. We have 400 million guns. We've had that a very long time. Our guns have outnumbered people. Only in recent years have we had such crises like this. Only in recent years. So there's something more than the guns. The debate is a good one to have. I just wish it wasn't so stupidly emotional, and the view should never even bring it up again. That would be laughed off the debate stage or their stupid little stage. But they, they get a group full in there that all agrees with them and says ridiculous stuff. It's just, it's just un- unbelievable. What are we doing? Yeah, exactly. What are we doing? What are we doing? We're not having a debate about it. But there is something very interesting. How is it that the federal government and state governments are arming themselves to every most incredible level? Do you know there are government agencies that have tactical teams? In fact, 18 different government agencies have a tactical SWAT team. NASA, Amtrak, the FDA. What? I'm just saying, when the government has all these agencies have SWAT teams and your local police have now military-grade stuff, there's something going on. Maybe that's why the Second Amendment exists. Just maybe. All right, when we get back, I'm going to tell you what I really think we should do about gun crimes in this country. Three simple things in just over a minute. Just over a minute, I'll tell you. LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a 
smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Scott and Richard Lee, using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Let's think. Let's be a thinking people, please. The molded Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. You want to stop crime? Punish it. Relentlessly, powerfully, immediately. Very simple. If you use a gun in a crime in the United States of America, it is immediately a federal issue. It is a federal crime. And the feds ought to swoop in and punish these people like they have never seen. If you kill someone with a firearm and we catch you in the act, the punishment ought to be so swift, so powerful, so meaningful that anyone who would think about it would second-guess it. That would be number one. Number two, get rid of gun-free zones. Arming just 5 to 10% of school staff can deter attacks. Said a simple study by Cam Edwards at Bearing Arms. 5 to 10%. In other words, don't tell anyone in the school where the firearms are, but there are people in there armed. Get rid of gun-free zones. When you come in there, you will be met with the same amount of power. And, of course, number three would be a serious mental health issue. We know who these shooters are before they do it. Almost every single one of them we knew. We knew their background. They were already talking to the police. Their parents already know. We knew that they, um, we could ask people around them. We know. We need to have a very quick mental health uh, ability to stop people when we know who they are. Three simple things from the Lee brothers. Not a single one involves taking firearms away from law-abiding citizens, which is exactly what every new gun law will do. Every new gun law will impact one person, the law-abiding It will do nothing against the criminal. It will do nothing to stop the bad guy. It will do nothing to stop shootings. The three things I mentioned will. Do you not care about kids? Do you not love kids? What is wrong with you? Implement these three things right away. Of course, we have crime running rampant in our country because we don't punish it. Everybody thinks they can get away with it. If I was in charge for five minutes punishment would be back. Public humiliation, massive, painful punishment immediately. You shoot kids up, don't worry. We'll take care of that. But will we ever do that? I don't think so. That's what's scary. All right, can we take a... 
Different tag, please. The transgender cheerleader. Oh, I can't wait to discuss that. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com, too. Great videos, listening pleasure. More coming up. Powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojofo.com. We built this city. Mm-hmm. We built this city on rock <laughs> and roll. Ah, Richard is here. I wish he was. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol. The Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. He's not that far anymore. He's come around quite a bit, actually. Phenomenal human being. He's my brother. What do you expect? I mean, you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family. Uh, Love him dearly, but he's not here. He had something called, uh, I guess, laryngitis. You couldn't speak. He couldn't speak. That makes radio extremely difficult. So Richard Lee is not here. Your prayers for him will be coveted. You can send him an email at Richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Speaking of leebrothers.com, make sure you check us out there. Theleebrothers.com, two great videos. One is, why is Karl Marx still loved? I don't get that. I thought we solved all these issues. And what is a woman? Matt Walsh has a great new documentary out, and you can get a glimpse of it at theleebrothers.com, and it'll blow your mind. Why are we struggling with these simple things? What is a woman? What happened to our culture? What happened to the adults? I could see us arguing with like a kindergarten kid about it. What's a woman? I don't know. I mean, that's different. But when grown adults start to have these issues, it's really a sign of chaos. I've always said, if we get to the point we can't identify what bathrooms to go in, it's over. If you can't identify, identify, uh, identify what locker room to go into, it's over. If you can't decide which team you're on, either men's or women's, it's really over for our society. I think that's where we are. Once we get to this point, we're arguing these things, forget everything else. Tax cuts, government involvement, federalism, separation of powers, all that's behind us. I mean, we're now we're arguing whether a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And now we've gone even further. Carolina Panthers have something special for you on the sideline. <laughs> How different are we going to look at cheerleaders now? They're the first NFL team to hire an openly transgender athlete in the cheerleading team. In other words, it's a guy dressed as a woman in cheerleader. Are you, are you kidding me? Is there anyone on the planet that can join me in outrage over this? Is there any women out there that can join me in outrage over this? Perhaps there might be one. Karen Strawn is a critic of feminism and an advocate of men's rights. Get out of here. She's based in Canada, has a great uh, YouTube channel co- called Girl Rights What. Karen, thanks for joining us. Um, You know, the intro said that this was a party, and I'm not dressed for a party, so <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> well, we need to change the outfit. It's a party internally. We're supposed to, you know, be excited to be part of the group, but no, I understand. Hey, are, you, are you wearing a hat with sparkles on it? No. No, I'm not. Uh, I oh, refuse to wear. I'm disappointed. All right, well, you can check us out on video. It's not so bad. All right, so Karen. <laughs> Karen, yep. th- this is, 
is this appalling to to just me? Do you find this? I mean, you're a woman. You're you're from Canada. I don't know that you've looked down here and see what we're doing in the NFL. But what do you make of this? Well, you know, I'm I'm not as concerned about uh, a trans woman in cheerleading as I am about a trans woman in a competitive sport because men are in cheerleading too, right? You know, like you look at college cheerleading, high school cheerleading, there are young men in those roles. Um, yeah, but they're dressed you know, as men. Doing all those kinds of things. Sure, but they're also, you know, they're not they're not in necessarily in competition with their uh, colleagues. Um, well, they may have know, beaten out a woman for that role. Who knows? Maybe a woman couldn't do the... Uh, true, I true. Mean, I mean, who knows what could have happened there? Who knows? I doubt... Yeah, yeah, I, I, really doubt I really yeah. doubt that they hired this person based on his, her talent. I really think they're trying to make a statement. And in fact, it might be an advantage to say, oh, hey, I'm, I'm a trans person. Does that count? It counts more than you know. Congratulations. You're now a cheerleader. I mean, that could be the way it went. It, it, it could, it could actually be, you know, like I think, I think the trans craze right now, it's, you know, it's not transgender, it's trans trender. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no. And, and I think it, it's a trend not just in, you know, people who wanting to be trans friendly and trans inclusive and all of that. Um, it's, it's a thing where kids want to, I think a lot of kids are getting roped into it. Uh, a lot of young people are getting roped into it, um, during a period in their lives, you know, like I'm talking to my son, you know, uh, probably two months after he started his first job. And he says, you know, working's really helping me with my social anxiety. And I said, what? You have social anxiety? Aren't you the kid who used to read the blurbs on Cosmo magazine to <laughs> me in, in the grocery store lineup out loud, right? In front of everybody while they're all cracking up because I'm all embarrassed. Hey, mom, six ways to drive them <laughs> wild in bed. You know, and you have social anxiety, really. He's like, yeah, no, but I, and I'm like, why didn't you say anything? Well, he's, he's like, well, teenager, social anxiety, isn't that standard? Um, I think that what what's happening is that a lot of teenagers, a lot of young people, uh, pre just at the, on the cusp of puberty and just entering into puberty, they're getting the flood of hormones. They're getting all of these weird feelings. They're feeling a little bit discombobulated, and that's when this ideology reaches in and grabs them and pulls them in and says, Oh, are you feeling socially awkward? Are you feeling a little like not underconfident here? Change your gender. And, uh, and I think, I think it's like, it's, it's an evil. Um, it is, you know, even, even if you just, if you just take all of these kids who uh, identify as trans in their youth and you just let them go through puberty, it's like a natural cure that works 85 to 90% of the time. They might come out on the other side of it straight. They might come out on the other side of it bisexual or gay, but they won't come out the other side of puberty mutilated and chemically castrated. So, so, so it's so bad. It's terrible. You know, my son, I remember him very vividly saying he was Spider-Man. Um, in fact, it was so, oh, yeah, no. it was so important that he was Spider-Man that when someone else said that they were Spider-Man, he would be livid about it. In fact, he called me over to a fight one time and said, this kid thinks he's Spider-Man. And I was like, uh, okay. So, I mean, what am I supposed to do with that? Was I supposed to affirm his Spider-Man authority? 
I actually did. I said, no, no, you're responsible. I'm kidding. But I mean, at, at some point, when do we stop just recognizing a complete falsehood? <laughs> you know, it's just a lie. It's just not true. But you can be anything you want. I think, I think, I think there is, I think there is too, you know, like, cause I'm a tomboy. I have short hair. Right. And I remember kids when I was young, um, young and had short hair. I remember there were kids who sometimes asked their mom or dad or whatever, is that a lady or a man? You know, um, but now, like, even little toddlers, they know. They're like, hi, lady. Um, They can tell, right? You know, like, what is a woman? Well, you know, it used to be, at least for little kids, it used to be someone with long hair. Now it's someone with any kind of hair, but that looks like a woman. Um, And so if toddlers can figure it out, I don't understand why we can't well we're about to confuse it even worse i mean if you have a cheerleader who's dressed as a woman i mean i, I guess a toddler would even have a hard time but is bold but is bold it's what she she's apparently the the trans woman cheerleader is apparently bold spear bold yes that's yep. correct that is correct yep but i i think he is gonna be dressed as a she'll have a skirt on and look like Something like that, yeah. Yeah, well, so. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I blame David Bowie, <laughs> which is really sad because I, because I love his music, but, um, but I'm very angry with him, David Bowie and, and Prince. Yeah, well, so. I mean, they do have good music. I mean, if you could get past the other stuff, that makes it, makes it hard. So, so there you go. But it's like they paved the way for this. How can people find out more about you? Because I think it's interesting that you are a critic of feminism and you're an advocate for men's rights. Where, what's the origination of that? Oh, you know, when I was going through my divorce, uh, you have this list of, um, you know, detailed list of everything he did wrong. But I wanted to figure out what I did wrong because, of course, I did some things wrong. And I found a stumbled across a men's website and they were talking about all these men's issues. And I was like, ooh. Um, so basically, uh, I just went and started doing a bunch of research when I realized how men, uh, can really just, just through the smallest, uh, slip up or uh, involving themselves with the wrong woman, just become completely destroyed. Uh, and the court will, the, the law and the court will hold them down while she has her wicked way with them and their bank account. And their reputation, um, wow. you know, like I, I was just like, I have, I have to do something about this, and so I just started talking about it, and and, uh, and I only started a channel because I generally I prefer writing to speaking, but uh, I started a channel because everybody was like, that's just a photo you grabbed from Flickr. Uh, <laughs> you're not a real, you're not a woman. No woman would think like you. You're a you're a middle-aged fat man who lives in his mother's basement and can't get laid. Wow. And uh, so I came out on camera. So yeah, there you go. So girl rights. That's, that's how I got started. Yeah, girl rights. Girl what? rights yeah. what? Yep, good rights, like yeah. W R I T E, not right, not like the other rights. Yeah, right. yeah, no. And I pick, I pick, I picked that uh, that username uh, because at the time I started, uh, I was writing porn for women, so. That's a topic for another day. Karen, (laughs) thank you so much. Good talking with you. I appreciate you joining us.
All right. Thank you for having me. You bet. That's Karen Strawn. She's a critic of feminism and advocate for men's rights based in Canada. You can find out more from her at uh, Girl Rights What? Probably ought to check it out. As Richard would say, a truly great American. All right. uh, More on um, Pride Month and this transgender thing and what happened to Governor Yunkin when he tried to celebrate it. All that is next. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Give us your poor, your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience, a unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker, made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Radio as the Founding Fathers intended. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Happy Pride Month. As if we don't know what's going on. I mean, the whole month. This thing has taken a a little bit different tact, hasn't it? It's more like um, we've moved from to uh, acceptance to now you have to like it. Major League Baseball have asked these players to use the logo, the rainbow pride thing on their uniforms. And four players said, nah, we're not going to go along with that. And now they're the evil, hateful, most bigoted people on the planet. So am I being forced to endorse things I don't believe in at work? I just want to play baseball. In fact, I just want to play sports. I don't want the two. In, in fact, the greatest thing about sports has always been that it wasn't political. It was just great. You could watch sports and not worry about politics. Now you watch sports and you get an announcer come on and say vote gun control or you get the uh, Steve Kerr come out and give you a speech about gun control or, or you want to play baseball now you got to be Mr. Pride Month baseball why why don't you just wasn't it better when these people just were behind closed doors why why do we have to celebrate things that a lot of people just disagree with the lifestyle so they disagree it doesn't mean they hate everybody I bet you there's a gay person who disagrees with my lifestyle. What if I ask them to wear the Christian flag because it's Christian month? I mean, how, how far do we take this? Now, it turns out that the baseball teams weren't forcing players to do it. They were asking them to do it, and then you could do it if you didn't, didn't want to. Of course, in today's culture, you better comply. 
Because if you don't, we will get you and we will hunt you down. ESPN Sarah Spain. I don't know if you heard this woman's rant. Essentially called them bigots. Essentially made it sound like they're the worst people on the planet because they don't wear a rainbow flag on their uniform. You had the Cardinals pitcher come out and say, it's a joke, absolute joke that they didn't. Why, why are we worried about what goes on in the bedroom? Why are baseball players even caring about sodomy? Should we not be concerned about sodomy? Shouldn't we even be talking about sodomy? Do I have to put sodomy on my sleeve to say that it's okay that someone else has sodomy? And if I wear a sodomy sleeve, does that mean that I'm embracing sodomy? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, well, I don't want to embrace sodomy. What? What is wrong with you? Aren't you some kind of sicko? Has everything turned around and upside down? I, I, I just want to watch a baseball game. I don't need a lecture about whether I should approve of, of gay lifestyle or not. But we've come so far that it is almost mandated now in the month of June. June used to be a great month. Now it's all about rainbows and, and uh, apparently, um, you know, dances and, and uh, drag queen shows for children. Even our governor, who is a Christian, self-proclaimed Christian, uh, decided to celebrate Pride Month. And in doing so, thought it would be nice to invite some people not all people. It wasn't wide open, everybody's. But the governor said, you know what? I'm going to invite some people. I'm going to see if I can get some people to come to this thing. And he invited them. Instead, what he got was rejection. It wasn't done properly. And besides, he doesn't mean it. And if the governor doesn't mean it, then we're not going to show up at his little pride event. <laughs> Here's James Milner. He's the director of Virginia Pride, which is an all-year-long event. It's prideful all year long. Mm. Said, quote, I appreciate the governor's invitation, but I think it's premature for the administration to celebrate LGBT equality when it has yet to take any meaningful steps to advance it. What do you want him to do? What would you want him to do to advance it? Isn't it advanced as far as it can go? Isn't it now up to the people in the LGBT community to take sodomy on themselves? What do you want, the governor to walk around and say, I'm for, I mean, what, what more do you want to advance it, James Milner? So he says, I have serious concerns about the governor's on-record positions on issues like same-sex marriage. That's an issue for him. You can't be for same-sex marriage. And rights and protections for the trans community, especially transgender youth. You see, this is more than just pride in who they are. They want the governor to go around and make sure trans youth become transgender. This is crazy. If I was the governor, I would, I would come out and reject the entire thing. These people are hypocrites. I give an opportunity for them to celebrate the sodomy, and they say no, I'd rip them apart. In fact, I'd never invite them again. Also, Equality Virginia, which is the state's top LGBT group, they have levels apparently. Said the governor spent months campaigning on a platform of homophobia and transphobia. What was that platform? I don't remember any of that on the platform. I missed something on the platform? I, I just, how, how can that, how can that be? I just, I don't, I don't understand. What are we doing? <laughs> it's one of the greatest lines from Biden. What are we doing? It's great. What are we doing? Mark Warner, 
made an announcement this week. You know, Mark Warner, you know, uh, the, the one about uh, beef and cheese and fish. Fresh fruits and vegetables, uh, uh, meat and fish. Yeah, that guy, our, our senator, announced uh, nearly $220 million for affordable high-speed Internet and baseball. Uh, is, um, is minor league baseball. No, not baseball. He already got money for baseball. Don't worry about that. The federal government was funding minor league baseball in Virginia. And Mark Warner thought that was a great part of his job. I'll go fund baseball. Also meat and fish. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. Yeah, he's an amazing guy. The, the, the senator from Virginia, both of them are horrendous. I mean, uh, what's his name? Tim Kaine uh, is still uh, having tingling from uh, COVID. Nerve tingling. I just, every nerve ending in my body uh, just basically tingles 24-7. We have, we have a dynamic duel of senators here in Virginia. They're, they're pretty And Tim Kaine even came out and said the mask that he was wearing for COVID was all theater. Um... I have had COVID and I've been vaccinated and I wear a mask. I wear a mask to make other people feel safer. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Make people feel safer. That doesn't do anything. It's not real. I mean, I've been vaccinated. I've had COVID. I can't pass it. But they feel it's all show. It's a theater. Do you not understand? Of course, Mark Warner is now spending your money. You, all the people listening on Mojo Five O over the country, thank you. I want to thank you for the $220 million for high-speed internet in Virginia. In Virginia. Western Virginia. You know, people can't afford it. And that's the role of the federal government. Somewhere in Article 1, Section 8 in the Constitution, it says the government shall fund internet. Mark Warner's excited about this. He's the benevolent dictator. He took money from COVID. He took some money from the COVID Relief Fund, the Coronavirus Capital Projects Fund. $10 billion worth. Hmm, isn't that nice of him? Now, he doesn't believe the free market can do it. The private market, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work, Scott. Quit being stupid. Come on. This private market, it, it doesn't work. Imagine a United States senator giving a speech saying the private market doesn't work in any environment. That, that somehow the government can do it better? Have we really bought into that already? The private market, it just doesn't work. Ugh, this guy's pathetic. He said in Virginia, broadband is absolutely critical to the economic prosperity, education, and health of every family. Not just internet, Mark Warner. So is food, housing, cars. Where's that? Are you going to fund all that too? Come on, man. You're such a wimp. You should fund it all. It's critical to the economic prosperity and education and health of every family. Not just the internet. But boy, he's on top of this one. Today, we partnership with institutions to bring high-quality internet to those hard-to-reach places. I'm proud to negotiate a historic investment. I'm proud to be the Democrat that thinks the federal government ought to be involved in the Internet. Now, look, I don't care what you think about the Internet and who should fund it, but it shouldn't be from the federal government. It shouldn't be from Ohio citizens funding the Internet in Virginia. If Virginia wants to do it, the state wants to do it. You heard from Delegate Lee Ware earlier in the program. We got plenty of money. Fund it there. Mark Warner is nothing more than a benevolent dictator who likes meat and fish. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. All right, we'll wrap up the show here best we can. Maybe I'll tell you the story about this guy killing a loon, a bird on the outer, beach, outer, outer banks of North Carolina. That is next. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. Adjust your mojo now. Thank you. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker, made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique topper fits nicely 
atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. <laughs> the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. <laughs> All right, that is a wrap of the radio program. I wish Richard is here to tell us what kind of wrap it is, but he'll be here next week. Thank you for praying for Richard. You can send him an email at Richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Okay, a man charged with killing a bird, a loon, on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. It happened last week. He stomped it to death. Somebody saw him. Called the authorities. They charged him with taking a bird for which there is no season. No other charges were filed. By the way, teenage kids goofing around. The loon didn't run away. I blame the loon. All right, what did we learn today in the honor of Doc Thompson, who is a good friend of ours and the founder of Mojo Five O? We learned that Richmond's real logo is a joke. I've got a real logo for you. Uh, Virginia budget was a big one with lots of pork. But it turned out it maybe wasn't so bad. So we can celebrate that. We learned that you really don't have a choice in a whole lot of anything. You will buy an electric car. You will be fined for driving an SUV higher in Washington, D.C. And uh, your gun, it may cost you a hundred or a thousand percent more because the government knows better than you. You cute little surfing peasant, keep thinking. You can do this on your own, and you can't. Remember, you just... The private market, it just doesn't It doesn't work. work. It's We're not going to let it work. We're benevolent dictators. We know better than you. Oh, we get to look at cheerleaders in the NFL this week and wonder, is that really a man? Uh, we learned that Young cannot have stopped reaching out to these people. Just stop it. They're, they're going to hate you forever, no matter what. We learned that every new gun law does nothing but hurt you, the law-abiding. All right, check us out, LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. If you prefer liberty to tyranny, if you prefer founding father principles over the cancel culture, you want to make radio great again, visit us again next week, LeeBrothers.com. Thanks for listening. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so... Bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.